Scanning. Identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network. Welcome to the Animation Station Podcast, your home for discussions and debates about all things animation. Each week, we'll rank, review, and revel in animated shows from yesterday and today, and from around the world. So grab your acne slingshot, set your mobile suit to autopilot, and put on your mouse ears. The Animation Station Podcast begins now. Do you download a bunch of stuff onto your phone, or do you just stream uh, it while you're there? Yeah, I download a bunch of stuff. I've got YouTube Red, so oh, I download nice. a bunch of stuff on my iPhone. Nice. I just stream it. I mean, I usually you're crazy, stream man. some oh, of You get stuff. unlimited have, data, yeah, right? unlimited okay. data. Yeah, so do I, but I mean, I stream some of the stuff, but I mean, if I know <laughs> I'm going to watch it, and it's on YouTube, I'll just download it. Mm-hmm. Like, all the Burlington Bar stuff from this season. Because mm-hmm. uh, you, Do you know what that is? Nope. Okay, so basically what they do is it's at this place called Burlington Bar, and they fill the bar up, and then they watch Game of Thrones. And so the guy films it, and it's just live reactions of Game of Thrones. From drunk people? From drunk like, drunk people, like, yeah. Wow. It's, it was wow. great. So, like, they're watching it, and, like, when something dies, like when Hodor died. Spoiler. Sorry, it <laughs> happened two seasons ago. Um, yeah, when Hodor dies, uh, they're just, like, sitting there. Um, it's the part where he's, you know, he's willis and he's doing hold the door hold yeah. the door and then you can see it in every in some people you can finally see when they're starting to connect hold the door is hodor and you just like see and like these people will be like oh man they'll put their yep. <laughs> and you're like oh. oh it's starting they're starting to understand that's so sad yeah it's bad it's like oh. and then you watch it like uh during the uh couple weeks spoilers a uh, couple weeks ago during the dragon fight mm-hmm. uh they're like oh man like you see the dragon come down and everybody's cheering and everything and then like the kills a bunch of lannisters and they're like yep. yay and then you know it's like danny and jamie kind of yeah. and you're like oh, they just like stop they're like oh we didn't think about this yep. this could go badly <laughs> <laughs> like with with braun like they're like yeah like when that dude started like the uh Dothraki guy starts chasing Bronn. Yeah. They're like, yeah, get him. And then they're like, oh, oh wait, he, oh, wait, he, die, could, he could actually die. Yeah. It's not good. And Gavin's lost. I'm totally yeah. lost. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Then when they shot Drogon, everyone's like, no. Like, I don't care. Kill the stupid dragons. Oh, my God. I'm done with the dragons, nope. man. Dragons are the dragons best. Dragons can all die. No. They can just go back to the shy and get more dragons. No. No. Yeah, they got dragon eggs every over other there for character. Days. Every other character can die before the dragons. No, you're well, talking to a dragon guy here, man. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Dragons suck, man. Dragon got shot, and I was no, like, "Oh my god, that's I'm not cry. true." Actually. She's got three dragons. But it was man. the best dragon that got shot. No, not the best dragon. The one that mommy loves the best. Yeah, that doesn't make him the best dragon. It does. He's the one that does everything. Everyone else is. Oh yeah, around like and like when he killed that small child. Worth. well on that welcome to the animation station podcast my name is josh i'm gavin i'm Corey. good lord 
We're going to talk about animation at some point, right? Well, don't worry. We I got... assume those dragons were animated. Yeah, don't worry. We got well, a, we got a, real. S- oh, we got okay. a small child dying in this movie, too. It's like oh. Disney. Yay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's not Disney because it would have been the parents. Right. My <laughs> bad. At least they were split up in this movie. <laughs> were they split up? See, I don't even know if they were split because they, they, they were still well, they were They were se- They were living in separate houses. Yeah. So, But, but they I mean, were. St- I don't think they were divorced artist. in yeah, the true sense. Yeah. But yeah. So... Mm. All right, anybody got any news? Only thing I have is uh, the trailer for Netflix's anime Godzilla came out. Good year. It The trailer itself is in Japanese, and there are no subtitles. Okay. <laughs> so I have no clue what they're saying, but it looked absolutely amazing. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm a big Godzilla fan, so mm-hmm. I just fangirled. Nice. And was... Wait, where is this going to be? Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Yep. Are they going to do a dubbing? I'm pretty sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Netflix. They'll dub it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they they usually have a sub and a dub. They do. Have they done any anime? Yes, tons. They have. Mm-hmm. They okay. have a lot and, of. Original. And they do the dubbing, or are they just releasing? Oh no, they just release it. Okay. They they don't dub. Well, you made it sound like this is a Netflix original. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it is. It is? You still okay. you still outsource it to a series, to a studio. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know how involved they were. Yeah, like Aniplex does a bunch of stuff with them. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who did. Did they do uh, Seven Deadly Sins? They did Seven Daily Sins, and I think they did Knights of Sidonia too. Okay, if they did that, they probably did Ajin. Probably, as well. yeah. Mm. Okay. I, I'm I'm not a huge fan of that style. I like the show a lot, but the style graphically, it's so strange. Uh, Jin, because like, I w- I haven't watched uh Jin yet. I've only watched uh, Sidonia. Okay, I've only watched Ajin. Okay, because like I love and I love like I love Sidonia. Like the story's really good, and like when they're like the mechs and stuff, it looks really good. But then when they're the humans, and I'm just kind of like. Uh, after this it's bizarre after this episode i'll show you okay uh here, the style of here, here's my question about godzilla though let's go back to that uh, aren't we done with godzilla no. it's been done since what the 50s like we've got enough godzilla i like what it, you really you, I, you find this interesting yes i really do are they bringing in new ideas with it um f- from what it looked like in the trailer uh no one lives on earth anymore oh uh because it looked like they had like a ship so it's in. like planet Godzilla, basically. That's what. It, so is God? Like. Is, is are people being confronted with Godzilla? Yes, just on another planet. No, they fly a ship back to back to Earth. Oh, they come back to Earth. Yes, and they discover and they see Godzilla. Like giant like trees and forest everywhere and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, okay, like I can't. I don't know what the plot is because I couldn't read it. Right. Okay. But Got it. I see people that were in ships. They go fly back down, mm-hmm. and you see. Uh, a very vibrant planet, mm-hmm. and uh, you eventually do see Godzilla. And... It's like prehistoric Earth, kind of. Okay, or post-historic Earth, yeah. I guess, because it's oh, in, yeah. in the future, yes. right? Okay, apocalyptic, yeah, yeah. And, okay, uh, okay, that seems like they're kind of trying to come different. at it with a new angle. Are they going to bring Mothra back? Something. The best of Godzilla's monsters. I would hope so. I love Mothra, and as long as they bring People those do. two small little. <laughs> Small little <laughs> no. Japanese girls. <laughs> that was great. That was the best part of it, the whole author, everything. Amazing. So is this going to be like a short series, like 10, uh, 13 episodes? Oh, it's a movie. A movie. I, think, I believe it's a movie. Interesting. Like Blam. Yep. Okay. Just like Blam. I haven't watched Blam. Okay. All right. Well, then all of these things together, I think, has made me become a little interested. If you show me the art and the art's good, I'm down. I'll yeah, show it to you after it, we're done. Is it, okay. is it 2D style? Is it like the... The 3D, you know, like what, uh, like Sidonia. Uh, no, no, it's 2D. Okay, good. Sweet. Yeah. 
Was cool. that Castlevania? Not quite like that. Ah. Castlevania did really well. Yeah. <laughs> with it. Nice. Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean... Light news week. Yeah, there's yeah. really nothing. Uh, you sent me the thing, Rocket Power turned... 18 yeah and what's that, rocket that power hurt. that was a nickelodeon show uh-huh because uh, we are riders on a mission one of my favorite nickelodeon shows okay uh, are you saying it's been on for 18 years it, it debuted 18 years ago yeah. oh it's not still nine. going no okay i was like dang how no. can there be this long-running show yeah that we're such big of. fans <laughs> <laughs> they, they keep the show going just for us too <laughs> okay okay um, it's a show with um little kids mm-hmm. well, probably 10 12 Woogity, woogity, woogity. Uh, and they s- snowboard, skateboard, surf. Oh, I saw the post you put up. Yeah. The animation station post. Yep. Okay. I saw some rollerblading in there, and I was like, oh, this must be the show that killed rollerblading. Thanks. <laughs> no, that gave it some sort of... Because that, that was 1999, so rollerblading was dead. I think Brink is the movie It was good through oh. 99. But after 99, it was... It was I'm I'm alone out there on the Lake Hefner Trail when I <laughs> rock my rollerblades. Oh, there's there's sponsor and he's like, Papa, what are those on that man's feet? <laughs> those are blades of rollers. <laughs> it looks like he's gliding on air. <laughs> we don't do that anymore, son. <laughs> like sacrilege. I like him. I have fun. What were those stupid shoes? Heelys? He- yep. yeah. They're like Heelys. They're still around. His wheels are out all yeah, the time. I, I see those at the they mall They got the sometimes. Heelys. They have the Razors still, the Razor scooter. Really? They oh, still have those? Gosh. Dude. <laughs> see, I had so the... many shins have been ruined by that thing. <laughs> I had the 90s version where it was like a little BMX scooter where it had like inflatable tires and everything. <laughs> those were cool. Nice. Those were really cool. But the Razor came after that. and I, I never understood that one at all. Like at that point, just get a skateboard, man. Like that would be better, right? But you can't more, hold on to a skateboard. People were able to use the yeah, you guys develop some skills. <laughs> you can't, you can't do awesome, sweet tricks, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, <laughs> I I tried the skateboard and I failed miserably. So the scooter was my, was my nice. and then and of course a, a BMX bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was all about that. Never learned to ride a bike. Yeah, not really. Thing. Oh. Not a not a lot not of call, not, a, not a lot of call for that in the country. Yeah, dirt road biking ain't the same. Well, no, I mean there there no other kids oh. either. Oh. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go ride my bike. Yeah, I'm gonna tell to, you to what. where. <laughs> if there's nothing down here. Oh man, that stinks. I uh, I enjoyed riding my bike as yeah, a kid. I, I did too. Quite a bit. Ramp off stuff and then like bail in midair and land on spiky rocks and see mm. if you got hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what we would do every day. It's like, guys, I hope I get hurt. Huh? Like, oh, <laughs> dang it, I'm fine. No, that was legitimately a thing we did. There was oh a house being gosh. built next to us and we made a ramp out of the giant dirt mound and they had a bunch of uh, rocks and stuff on both sides. So we would go as fast as we could down this hill, ramp up it, and then bail on the bike in midair and land on the sides and see if we got hurt. <laughs> Kids back in the day were dumb, man. Broken arm. I we, were, we were all dumb. We yeah. were stupid kids. Yep. Totally. I all agree. right. But I, I won. I never got hurt. <laughs> yeah, I won. <laughs> Number one. Yes. Any, anybody else got any sort of news? I can't think of I anything. I don't have anything else. Yeah. Uh, Leap comes out this week in Does select it? theaters. Oh. Comes out on Friday. That's the one that was supposed to come out in the spring, right? Yep. Wow, got pushed. I, AM, I don't think that's a our AMC buy a ticket is still, in the theater kind of. Oh, I'll go see it. Uh, that's a that's a good Sunday morning 
uh, movie for Josh. Yeah, all right. Because no one will be there. Yeah. Well, you'll have to come um, back with a review if you see it. Be I mean, well, none of the so far, none of the AMC's here. None. Hmm. What about the other theaters? What are is the it only being shown at AMC? What are the theaters? Tinseltown. I'm not going to drive to Tinseltown. Well, I'm, I'm just you asked the, what other... I'm not going to drive to the Warren to go see Leap. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, that I, I will not do. <laughs> I would I would drive to Warren to go see Leap. Well, yeah, you live like ten minutes away from the Warren. <laughs> um, only other thing I can think of maybe would be we know the prices of what your name's going to cost. Oh yeah, the yeah. pre-orders for your name came mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. I got to cancel my Amazon one and get the one on Funimation. Yep. Uh, so it's twenty bucks for the DVD, twenty five for the Blu-ray, I mm-hmm. believe, and then well, twenty five yeah, for the Blu-ray DVD combo. Yeah. Six ninety nine, wasn't it? Probably like something. Yeah. Okay. And then just want to be accurate. Sixty two for. Yeah. Uh, the collector's edition, right? Yeah. Which is the DVD Blu-ray combo pack, the two-disc soundtrack, art booklet, um, an extra fifty-nine minutes worth of content, yeah. and an interview with uh, Sinkai. That's pretty cool. the The bonus soundtrack in there that's, is that's the added value, yep. really, for me. Absolutely, because that soundtrack wasn't cheap. The last time I looked, it was like a like 20, 30, 25, 30, yeah. 30, somewhere around there. Like not cheap for a soundtrack. Yeah. So, so that's I'm, it's not bad definitely going to get that nice yeah i'm going to get the limited nice because i wasn't originally going to because like the first one that they sent like like on on amazon it was like 89 dollars, and i'm like ooh, that's a lot of money yeah why is it cheaper through funimation i don't know and that's well i mean if i'm funimation i would too it's like something because here's because i mean i'm surprised they didn't do like an exclusive limited release through them first and then make it available everywhere else. Well, I mean, they are going to make it available everywhere else. Because I think it's a lot of if people... If you buy it from the site, right. like if you buy it directly from them, mm-hmm. it's better for them. Because that way they don't have to pay Amazon. Right. Like, Amazon's not going to take anything. So, I mean, they're going to ump it on Amazon. So, like, if you want to buy it from there, we'll still get the money. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But we're going to increase it so that way we don't get cut out from any... Like, we don't get the, you know... So you're Our saying taken out from Amazon. you feel like they're going to make the same amount of money whether I buy it at Amazon or at Funimation? I mean, yeah. Okay. But if they were to sell it for $22.99 on Amazon, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, well, now we're not making $22.99 because now we have right. to, Amazon's going to take their cut. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, it's easier if we do it here and then we can just up the price for everybody else. Right, right. Which yeah. makes sense. I mean, I, I honestly don't know why other people don't do that. Like a I was if I had a department store, I would do that. I'd be like, yeah, you can buy it on Amazon. It's five dollars more. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I guess because it's makes an incentive sense. to come to our site, right, and see what else we got. Exactly. Yeah. Because who knows? You'll go over there and be like, oh, you know what? They also have pencils. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like, you you like that's why they don't sell any of their stuff on yeah. Amazon. It's like, I want to go buy a Critical Role shirt. Oh, they also have Critical Role tarot cards? They're not that expensive. I'll just buy them. Because you believe in tarot. Uh, No, but the cards are really, really cool. I believe in Critical Role. I believe in Serenade. Thank you. Some dope artwork on those tarot cards. They're 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 super cool. I'm sure. Cool. Um, All right. Ready to kick this off? Yeah. All right. But nobody has anything else. Mm Mm-mm. Let's talk about our movie that we watched today, mm-hmm. the anime film Miss Hokusai. Yep, from 2015, right? I thought this was an older movie. It is. It's 2015. I've got it written down. 
I, for some reason, when we first picked this one, I thought this was a much older movie. I didn't so, know so it did was a, basically a brand new film, which was released here last year. Like, so I, I, had, I had no clue. No, I didn't. Never heard, heard of it, of it yeah. until a couple weeks ago. Right, exactly. So um, I kind of had different expectations for this movie than um, kind of what we experienced a few minutes ago. I, well, we'll talk about opinions later, but. Um, yeah, so this one was based on a manga from the 80s, and uh, it's kind of this story around the daughter of the famous artist Hokusai. Are you guys familiar with Hokusai at all? I am not. I went into this blind, mm-hmm. and I feel like I missed yeah. a lot of stuff. Hokusai is a very, very famous and influential painter of the 19th century, the first half of the 19th century in Japan. Him and Hiroshige are probably the two most prominent figures um, of that time period in that genre of art. They were very, very influential, so much so that they actually influenced European art. Um, There was the Japonism movement Mm -hmm. in Europe that uh, influenced the Impressionists. So painters like Monet and, and Degas and Renoir, they were all just buying up Japanese prints and it was influencing their work. Okay. Um, so he's one of the most famous painters. Um, the, the style of art, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but I think it's Ukiyo-e is the, 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 like the period of art okay. that they're, they're doing. And it's all very much just... Um, brush paintings on paper and woodblock printing. Okay. And what he's most famous for, which I found interesting that they didn't show in this movie is his woodblock printing. He, his, his most iconic series was called the 36 views of Mount Fuji. And it features the most famous print he ever did called the great wave of Kanagawa. And that's that one with that, with the boats heading into that giant wave with all the like fingers coming off of it of, of white foam. Okay. They briefly reference. Yeah. yeah. And that should have been a little bit um, memorable to you. Like you should have recognized yeah. that image. It's, it's probably the most iconic um, piece of Japanese art in the Western world. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like the Mona Lisa, you know, everybody knows it. It's an easily recognizable image, but it was part of a series that he did. that's very famous. Um, the guy was hugely talented, hugely influential, and very, very uh, productive. Created thousands of paintings and woodblock prints, and uh, you know, did it up until he died at the age of eighty-nine. Uh, so I was really hoping that we would get a lot of cool art history in this movie. Didn't get a lot of that no, we didn't. in here, but it was still neat for me to kind of pick out a few things here and there. Um, so that's kind of the context um, of the film. We're we're dealing mostly with the daughter. You know, we're looking at the cover of the Blu-ray right now, and that's all you see is the daughter, her face, and you see the wave in the background. But, I mean, it's centered around her. Um, so, yeah, like I indicated when I started... I, this was not what I was expecting we were going to get. What What did you guys feel? Did you guys feel it kind of surprised you? Or... It surprised me, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I went into this blind, so I didn't know what to expect, and I've mm-hmm. never heard of Hokusai. Okay. Uh, and it jumped around a lot on... Well, it's, it's very much... It's an episodic anime film. Mm-hmm. Like, this could have been, you know, a five part little yeah. 
right. equally miniseries. sized miniseries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how they did it. It was almost like the manga where it was broken up into little stories. But yeah, I felt it was a little disconnected. Like there wasn't a whole lot of continuity except for the fact that we had the same like half dozen or yeah. so characters involved. Um, it I don't was know. darker than I expected it to be. Though. It was. It was. Like, yeah, I wasn't expecting really there to be yeah, anything yeah, like that's that. That's interesting. I, I didn't know what to expect when I was reading up about it. When I saw that it was a PG thirteen film, mm-hmm. that's rare in animation. And so I was like, okay, it's Japan. I know the time period. I thought maybe there was going to be some violence or some some sort of tragedy and you yeah, know, like something like, like that. mass injuries or something like that because you see that a lot in Japanese themes. Um, so I kind of didn't expect some of the themes that we saw, which were, you know, brothels and the activities that happen within them. But no nudity. No new. There was side boob. Yeah, yeah. we get a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but no nudity. So. But yeah, no, no nudity. So, I mean, it was tasteful. It wasn't pornographic in yeah. any way. Um, and then we do see a few of her illustrations that were um, erotic illustrations. It, that's out of the tradition called shunga mm-hmm. in, in Japanese art. Um, you know, at that time, it was a very prominent form of art that all classes partook in. You know, it was just kind of part of their artistic heritage. So we get to see a little bit of that, but it is a pretty adult movie. I mean, a kid wouldn't like this movie, right? No, like, I, there's I, nothing for a kid. Maybe I, the dog. I think the, the dog mu- doesn't the music even do would probably draw him in a little bit. Maybe, yeah. Um, and then of course the dog. And the dog was very. See, cute. that's the first crazy thing that happened in this movie. We start out with this shot of of solo. her OA on on the bridge, and it goes into like electric guitar music. Yeah. And this is like 1820, I think, is about where the movie starts. It's like, what? Yeah, it's 1814. 1814, yeah. yeah early 1800s. I mean, and no sense. But... Yeah. It was, <laughs> but you said you kind of liked the guitar. Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah. It, was, it was very reminiscent of like a uh, like a samurai shampoo type. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something you like referenced like, Knight's okay. Tale, which, you know, it's kind of yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's almost very, like, it's like a an gimmick. animated Knight's Tale. Yeah, yeah. And I get that. I just wasn't expecting it. So it was, I, I was kind of expecting a traditional you know, some traditional Japanese instrumentations, maybe some period instruments. And then it hit me with electric guitar. I was like, well, yeah. okay. All right. I'm going to have to adjust my expectations here. So, well, let's, we, we started to talk about the story. So what did you guys feel about the story in general, besides the fact that it was episodic? Did you guys like it? Overall? Yes. I'd say I liked it. Yeah. But I, I feel there was a lot of uh, cultural differences mm-hmm. that I just didn't understand. Okay. Um, with like the the lore of the paintings and mm-hmm. with the the person's like the ghost that came out of the person's face and like his hand stretched across the fields. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. it I'm assuming there's stories of that over there. Right. And I it. Yeah, and there's the me. the story that the one student tells OE about the dragon about how to draw dragons. Yeah. Like you got to wait for one to descend, and then when it does, you got to draw it real quick. Yeah. And then they do that weird scene where the, you kind of see a dragon. So it's like, are we trying to say dragons are real? Or is this just inspiration? Like, I, I felt see, like I, none I, of the I never, I never were took, clear. I never took that any of that was real. Right, but I didn't That's know what all... they were trying to say with it. Like, is this just supposed to be like her inspiration? Yeah, like manifesting? Ins- or, yeah, that, that's, yeah, I never thought any of it was... Well, I didn't necessarily either. I'm just saying like, that. I don't like, yeah, think that was, was that was because she's thinking the whole time because she's got she's having to do these dragons. He tells mm-hmm. her about you know the dragon descending, and she's just looking at the paper, mm-hmm. and she's got like her two kind of crappy looking dragons that she made, and she's just waiting, and then the dragon descends, mm-hmm. and so she makes this beautiful dragon, mm-hmm. which was really cool. It was really yeah. dope. Looking. There was some good artwork in this, but yes. 
Yeah, my point is I just felt like a lot of those things were unclear with what they were trying to say. And maybe that's fine. Maybe it's just meant so to be open. That's why I think it was kind of a cultural thing. Like mm-hmm. over there, like it, you know the the, the symbolism, or the lore yeah, of it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I was totally fine with it because I mean, yeah. like I've done a lot of my research yeah. and stuff like that. So I mean, like I've you know know what was going on, mm-hmm. but uh, I thought it was a pretty pretty cool because like he tells the story of yeah he sees his hands dancing but his hands can't see. Right. And then he has a blind daughter. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought that was a really, oh, yeah. I was like, I see what we did there. That was, mm-hmm. it was really, really good. Very, yeah. very tasteful. And then like when his daughter puts uh, her hands on his face, trying to see him, yeah. I'm like, and then he gets that look in his eye. I'm like, oh, okay. So he was telling that uh, one geisha lady mm-hmm. that, okay, yeah, I have, he basically was like personal experience yeah it's a daughter i have a daughter that can't see right pretty much and yeah. then we have this happen like mm-hmm. okay i get it mm-hmm. it's pretty it was it's, it was it's, nice it's it was movie. nice yeah it is yeah like when you think about it like that you're like oh, okay that makes sense that makes sense yeah i i agree that that part of it definitely makes sense and it was a neat way to portray it um i i just it, i felt personally i felt uninvolved with the characters like i wanted to kind of root for some of them like especially oa i i wanted like her to like come into her own as an artist or get some recognition or something i mean maybe it's just because i'm an artist like just watching her just kind of sit there and you know kind of help her famous father you know muddle well she's going to the editor too and he's yeah. giving her the constructive criticism, like, "Yeah, right. I see your stuff. Doesn't look believable." Right. So, but then her dad does tell her that the editor does say, "Hey, maybe it's about time that you should start doing your own mm-hmm. stuff." Yeah. That's yeah. What happens? Yeah. I I just felt like we get just those two little nuggets. To me, it just wasn't enough. I don't know. It wasn't enough for me to get invested in any of the. Well, characters. I mean, this movie's not about the art. It's about the people. I know, and that's the point I'm trying to make right now is I wasn't invested in any of the people. Like, I didn't feel like the characters were really doing anything. It was just, like, them existing in different stories along the way, but I didn't see any real growth or change or, you know, development or, or anything like that with the characters. Did you guys experience that? Am I am I having a totally different experience with this movie? I, I agree with you overall. Um, I was kind of invested in her and also uh, the blind daughter. Mm-hmm. But as for character growth, I didn't see much of it, um, mm-hmm. except for actual little, like, physical growth with the dog. It, yeah, that it, was the right. only way that we have yeah. any sort of passage of time as the right. dog grows. dog gets bigger, yeah. But that was it. Mm-hmm. See, I, I, I guess if I watched it again, I could have a different set of expectations, because mm-hmm. this ends up being just kind of, a, you know, a, a small slice of life, and it ends up not being about a journey or you know, a coming of age or, you know, any sort of growth story. It ends up just being episodes in the lives of these characters where some things happen. Yeah. And I think if I would have known that ahead of time, I might have not have been disappointed by that. Gotcha. So that's what I'm saying. Josh? I thought it was fine. I mean, I, again, I'm totally fine with like the slice, the slice of blah, 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 <laughs> slice of life type mm-hmm. genre. That's mm-hmm. the majority of the manga that I read. Yeah. So I mean, I I went into it with the uh, with the you know thinking of okay, this is going to be and from like the only preview that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because it kind of shows like you know the dragon coming out and like you see the ogres and everything like that and you're like okay this is going to be like a spiritual thing maybe she's you know drawing all these or trapping them inside and they're becoming the paintings that's kind of what i thought was going to happen but then when i got this i was like okay i got this this totally fine i mean i i wasn't disappointed in anything Mm -hmm. um there were some some things that could have been a little bit more clear Mm-hmm. but i mean other than that i mean i it's it's also one of those like i don't feel that we need character growth from every single character because, right. because we do get a little bit of character growth from her father because mm-hmm. her father doesn't want anything to do with his daughter at the beginning right and then she kind of wears him down yeah and he mm-hmm. goes and sees his daughter so we yeah. do get a little bit of payoff there yeah that's true um and part of me is kind of like the majority of this is uh Miss Ho- like Uwe, what was OA? OA, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't remember. Uh, that's not good. Because <laughs> um, I, I was just calling her daughter the whole yeah. time in my head. Right. Um, she, I mean, has everything with her sisters. Like, knows her sister's going to die. I mean, it's mm-hmm. one of those, her sister's sick. She's living with the nuns. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not a good sign. Right. So it's, it's, and it's all basically coming to grips with this fact. And I thought mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm hearing. I was hoping here... she was going to get with 19 year old student boy after uh, <laughs> the other guy was like going to go see yeah plays with right. other people. It's like, oh yeah, don't. 19 year old student boy was trying really hard. He was hard. trying oh really hard. So goofy. he bought like a persimmon plant, <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the, he buries his face in the plant trying to talk to her. Yeah, like he's so embarrassed. I was like, so oh, hilarious. you got this man, and then nothing. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, oh no, no, you don't. <laughs> and they do those little anime blush lines yep. on the cheeks i think that's so funny when they do that so it, this is what i'm hearing kind of out of our discussion so and correct me if i'm wrong but it sounds like you heavily benefited from having a pretty extensive background in manga and you've read up on a lot of japanese culture and you watch the japanese cnn i always forget what it's called nhk nhk well, yeah, they, and they have and a whole so they have familiar a, with a lot more of their their culture and their symbolism and, so. and even the art because like they have a whole mm-hmm. segment about uh ukiyo-e woodblock printings okay where uh this guy that he at the uh japanese embassy in new york i think mm-hmm. does this whole thing where he's basically doing this like show pretty much mm-hmm. and he wears a yukata and he sits at the thing and he you know basically tells the story of these woodblock uh woodblock wood block print i can't talk today uh of these prints Mm -hmm. and it's a story oh cool and it's really really cool that's awesome i mean like i've seen that stuff and i'm like okay get you get you like that bridge that they're on is a very famous bridge it's Mm -hmm. in a lot of prints and paintings and all kinds of it's in several hokusai prints exactly so i feel like people um you know who read a lot of manga and you know kind of the stuff that you tend to consume would stand a chance to get a lot more out of this movie than, you know, somebody who's very Western like myself. And you know, I know a little bit of the art history in a, you know, a classical sense, but not much of the, you know, manga or commercial uh, contemporary, you know, meanings of things. So that's what it sounds like to me. Does that sound accurate to you? Yeah. Like you would benefit from having some of that knowledge going into this movie. Yeah, I agree. Okay, cool. Well, that's awesome. Like the whole thing with the sparrows. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that's for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. So the guy was 
he captured sparrows and he was selling them for people to release to benefit their karma. Mm-hmm. So by that, you must be admitting that your own karma is crap because you've, you're the one that captured all the sparrows if they affect your karma. Well, I mean, that's like going and praying, as, you know, uh, doing penance and everything like that. I mean, it's the same. Yeah, but he's type not doing concept. penance. Like he's like intentionally sinning basically at that point or, or, or detracting from his karma. Not necessarily. Really? Because his karma could be he's helping other people with their karma. It all depends oh, on how you, it all depends true. on how you, you look at it. You can spin it. Exactly. You can, you can spin, spin it. it. <laughs> and then, yeah, and that was the thing that happened a lot. It's like you would yeah. capture these things and you know, you would let them go and mm-hmm. you know kinda like a very like Hebrew type, like the different there's different tiers of sacrificing. Mm-hmm. Same thing here, except you're not actually sacrificing it. Right. So like there would be ones where you would have frogs and you know stuff like that and you would, you know, get rid of the frogs. Same Release thing with like the frogs. fish. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but then apparently nice. they clip the wings of the sparrows mm-hmm. and, and capture them again, them again. to make a profit. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was clever. I was like, it's nice. <laughs> nice. I gotcha. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky indeed. Alright, well, I, I feel like we've covered the story here. Um, do you want to talk about the music next? I liked it and didn't at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Okay. Um, like like you said with the Night's Tale reference, like it, that makes it a little bit easier, I guess. With the yeah, random, it makes it easier with, to consume with the mm-hmm. random electric guitar solos that kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever it gets to the more darker elements of the movie, uh, the music that's playing during that, it it really drew, it drew me in at least. Okay. Yeah, it's more like, it's more classical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like I think the darkest, one of the darkest parts of the movie for me was whenever the daughter, the blind kid, sa- says, "Am I going to go to hell when I die?" Mm-hmm. I'm just like, "Oh, yeah." And then the dark tones and the music that go with it—that mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. really well done, I thought. But uh, the again, the beginning and the end with the shredding guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was strange. Like I kind of expected that to be more of a consistent element since it was so striking in the beginning. Um, but I guess it kind of works as like bookends almost, yeah. you know, it's like we start with a guitar riff, we end with a guitar riff and we start on the bridge and we end on we, the bridge. Yep, exactly. So that makes sense. You know, it's kind of a bookend. And it's, it's also kind of cool because like when we start on the bridge, we don't automatically start on her. I think mm-hmm. there's a person that like moves over mm-hmm. and then she's walking towards camera. And in this one, she basically fits back in with the crowd and right. disappears. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was good. I like the way that they did that. You know, it's, for me, I thought the music was fine. Um, I don't think it is anything that at any one point struck me enough that I thought, oh, I could, I could listen yeah, it didn't to this detract again on from its own. The movie mm-hmm. For me, yeah, it didn't detract, but I didn't think it really added no, it too much not. either. And I don't think I'd ever listen to it on its own. No, I. I mean, maybe somebody like you who's avid into soundtracks might just so that you could like focus on it and really yeah. give it a shot. I don't know, but. Yeah, it didn't really. I'd have to be in a certain a mood for it, really. Right. Yeah. So okay, um, I'll be rather quick about the artwork in this. Um, the the artwork that was basically supposed to be their actual paintings in the the movie, I thought was pretty good. I liked the dragon one a lot. Yes, um, dragon was good. I liked his uh, the whatever his kami was that was the the warder of evil and sickness mm-hmm. yeah thought he was that, that really was, cool was, yeah. i was like i wouldn't mind that yeah. that that was pretty cool yeah there were some really cool little pieces there that were very good homages to that art style yeah. and um you know that specific artist again i wish they had shown more of his woodblock printing because that's the stuff that i feel was much more influential um and interesting in, in my book 
And outside of that, I found the artwork in this movie pretty mediocre. Like I didn't really think the backgrounds were very spectacular. I didn't think the character design was that remarkable. I thought it was pretty middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And even the animation, you know, the action and movement of the characters was, I mean, it was good. It was adequate, but I didn't find really any moments in there where I thought, okay, that's, that's yeah. quite beautiful as I ching my little charm here. <laughs> uh, so I honestly was a little underwhelmed with the animation. There was one part of the animation that irritated me the entire movie mm-hmm. and it was their hair. Oh, okay. I hated how oh, tufts of had... hair would be in floating in the air. Yeah, they like, were not connected. Li- yeah, you saw a little bit of gap where you could actually actually see the sky mm-hmm. between the skull and the actual hair. And that... yeah, I think that was a stylistic yeah, choice. Yeah, oh, I, I, I thought like that. The... I thought that kind of worked. And I, I've seen that in other anime yeah. as well, and I I can't stand it. I get the point any... of it, but I didn't think it was executed well. Like if if they were going to do that, then they should have been totally rendered in a more brushy style, like they had been brush arted themselves but just having that one little thing indicating that kind of art style but still trying to draw them like an anime character uh yeah it didn't work for me but that's also just a nitpicky thing of mine like in any show i've ever seen that has that hairstyle where Mm -hmm. it's just floating there i've never liked it i've never seen it done in a way that i appreciated i actually thought the dog character was really well drawn like Mm -hmm. i thought he was a cool little character design I wish he had had more of a role. It was weird how he just kind of showed up and yeah. then stayed. Yeah. <laughs> just, That's what you do, as man. dogs do, I guess. When, yep. when, when you find dog, it's just like, dog's mine now. Dog's yep. mine. <laughs> it was a very cute dog. Yeah. That's hilarious. All right. Well, you guys want to rate it? Uh, yeah, sure. Right. Go ahead. Corey. I'll, I mean, I'll go. Okay, All right. Evan. All right. For me, uh, I'm not rating this one very high. For me, out of Jiminy Crickets, I'm giving this one a two. Okay. Corey, I'm d- despite the stuff that I said about it and being kind of felt feeling that feeling that disconnect. I'm going a little bit higher. Okay, uh, I'm going to give it a three point five dragons. All right, cool. I liked it a lot Good. compared to what I expected. Awesome. I liked it a lot too. Um, I would give it a three point five if I did points, yep. <laughs> but I don't do that. Um, it's not quite a four. Um, but if, like I said, if this, if I was going to start doing 0.5s, this would be a 3.5, but it's really just going to be three dipper pines. So 3.0 like, dipper pines. I mean, no, just, <laughs> just, just three, just three actual faces of dipper. That's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, cause I, I liked the movie, thought mm-hmm. it was good. Um, it's weird for me to say that I think it could have been a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Because it does seem like a long movie. Yeah. Because we are, because it, it is episodic and we're just getting boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. But I I quite enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, maybe a tad longer. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a little bit a little better. Maybe push it over a bit more. Maybe mm-hmm. give us a little bit more after what happens with her, you know, with her sister and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it does feel like the movie ends really abruptly. It does. But I, 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 I kind of like that, Maybe though. the manga ended abruptly. I mean, mm-hmm. I haven't read... I didn't even know it was a manga until I started looking into this. And I was yeah, like, right. oh, okay, it's actually a manga. Right. I kind of enjoyed the fact that it ended like that, though. Like, it ends on a, on a sad note. Well, I mean, kind, I'm fine with note. the ending on a sad note. I just wish we... Maybe we would have got a little more yeah. of the sad note. I got like, I, and honestly, probably one of my favorite parts was when she was in the... Uh, 
when she goes to the brothel herself. Mm-hmm. Like if that would have been like a little bit longer scene of just her talking to the dude. Yeah. I thought that would have been really cool. Okay. Like I, I kind of like that interaction because you're like, okay, because we're just kind of barren. Yeah. Barren our souls right now. Yeah. And I thought that would have been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I did like that moment when they're in there and she notices that Buddha painting and, and, and the, she has the same dream. and she's like it's crap <laughs> and he's like oh really no. you know you're an art <laughs> no. and then he's just like i'm just gonna start talking to you now yeah. yep. <laughs> oh, that was funny all right well we want to move into the top five sure all, all right. right top five and now for another top five all right top five time so since we watched a period piece which had some history in it we thought we would rank our top five period pieces in the world of animation. So we did a little brainstorm the other day and we came up with a list. And, and these are the five that we were left with. Uh, so we're going to start off in Paris, France with Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yep. You guys like that movie, right? Nope. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I think Corey, had, Corey and I had to fight for this one. Yeah, to make that, was, on that was the yeah. one where, because what did I want? You didn't like the gargoyles. Um, I don't remember what you uh, I think it was between that and Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, I think I wanted it. Yeah. I either want a Great Mouse Detective or Anastasia. Well, that's on the list. So, uh, well, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Way to go. So, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, sorry, Liam and Brittany. I want a Great Mouse Detective, but I was outvoted. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to mention it honorably. Spoilers again. Uh yeah, the coolest thing about this movie, I think, is the way that they actually rendered and animated Notre Dame itself. Yeah. It's spectacularly done. All of the different swooping shots of it, all the different angles, interior, exterior, the detail of it is amazing. And they went above and beyond going after that. And it's it's hugely impressive to me every time I see it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, I'm it's sure a good I, story, I'm too. I'm sure I own that on VHS. I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You recorded over it? You, oh, no. I had, like, the Disney ones. Gotcha. Yeah, the in the clamshell. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I liked the... Uh, what was his name? Was it too. Farquaad? What was his name? Farquaad? I don't remember his name. Quasimodo? Nope. The... 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 Uh, guy who sings... I don't, I don't know his the name. The guy who sings the, the topsy-turvy day Hellfire. Oh, oh, Judge Frollo. Frollo. YOLO. Mm-hmm. YOLO. <laughs> I was close with, Judge what Yolo. did I say? He's a good villain. He said Farquaad. Farquaad and Frollo. Frollo. That's very close. They do share an F. Except it's yeah. not. <laughs> well, they, do they have Fs in their name? They do. Then yes. They, uh, the one letter. <laughs> so F. <laughs> yep. Jebediah and Josh are almost the same name. Because they both have J's. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, so number four, as we've spoiled it already, we're going to Russia for Anastasia. Yay, the Romanovs. That yes. all ended happily. Yep. I know. <laughs> uh, another great villain, though, Rasputin in that movie is amazing. Yep. I think he's my favorite part of that movie. He's really good. What about the bat? It, the bat's good. He's funny. <laughs> you don't really like silly side characters, though. I know. Typically. Do you like Bartok? I don't remember. Oh. He's funny. I like him. <laughs> uh, the music's really good, too. Yes. It's got a great soundtrack. Yes, it does. Uh, they're bringing it to Broadway, so that's going to be interesting. After all these years, I know, right? Um, I who did the music for that one? Lin Manuel. Who? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> You're calling it now? Yeah, <laughs> he would. He would. It was Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, he would have been like three years old. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know who did it. Um, it's been too long. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's a great movie. I'm a fan. 
Let's see. Our list is out of order here. Okay, number three from DreamWorks Animation, The Road to El Dorado. Yep. Now, I do know who did that music. Yes. It was Sir Elton John. And Hans Zimmer. Yes, and Hans Zimmer did the score. Fantastic soundtrack. Yes. Not to be confo- confused with the EXO song, El Dorado. Yes. <laughs> but they both have El Dorado in the name. They definitely do. I love The Road to El Dorado. I think it's got some of DreamWorks' most beautiful artwork and... I wanted Prince of Egypt to be on this list, but you guys wanted Road to El Dorado to be on there more. So two beats one. Yep. So it's Road to El Dorado. But what a fantastic, beautiful movie. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie a lot. But for me, honestly, now the movie is just a meme. A meme? Yeah. With uh, the um, oh, the guy that has the loot mm-hmm. and he's playing like really hardcore. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. All I see are D&D memes with how to be the best bard or when oh, the bard does funny. this. And that's that's all I can picture with this movie now. I think the only thing I didn't like about that movie was Rosie Perez. I, she can be a little much for me after a while. So I get a little tired of Chell. But other than that, I could watch that movie at least once a week. All right. Number two. A movie I know Josh likes. From Disney. Mulan. Yay. Yay. Can never like go wrong with Mulan. Mulan's good, man. I my it makes a man out of you. Yeah, it it does. <laughs> I I mean it, the artwork in that I think is underrated. It's one of Disney's most well designed movies. All those characters are just fantastically designed. Yeah. Even Eddie Murphy as Mushu, uh, that character is really really well designed. I find him tiresome, but. <sighs> He was one of my favorites. It's really good. And another kick-ass soundtrack. Yes. A fantastic soundtrack. Really good soundtrack. So that's a good... Are you guys interested at all in the uh, live-action remake that I they're going to do? I am very excited for it. Really? Are you gonna... I'm more excited for that than I am Lion King. Yes. Well, heck yeah. Of I, course. I can agree with that, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's one that I can kind of see as maybe interesting, but you know, I'm on record. I'm not interested in the live-action remakes much, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll, I'll reserve judgment until I can see at least the trailer. Yeah. They did say they're not having any songs in the live action one, I believe. I think actually, didn't something come out that the director changed direction and that they are going to do music? I, they might have. Maybe I'm thinking of another one. As long I, as they have, I can't remember. Someone saying he must be as swift as a coursing river. I'm upset. <laughs> That's all I want out of that movie. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they should do it as a musical. I don't I, think, I they think they that makes either. it too close. Oh yeah, but just have someone. Yeah. Make that. Just little tie-in. Yeah. That could be cool. They, I'm sure they'll have tons of Easter eggs yeah. from the animated film. All right. So, honorable mentions. We have Prince of Egypt, uh, Gay Paris, which is a film that Josh and I reviewed on an earlier episode, which we lo- both loved, The Great Mouse Detective, and Valiant, which I'd forgotten yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> Which is basically a World War II pigeon, pigeon movies. carrier pigeons. Yeah, yeah. I've not seen that one. It's I haven't good. seen it either. It's pretty good. Nice. We didn't put and don't. Uh, I'm just gonna say this now. Hercules okay. is not our number one because <laughs> right. it is mythological. It yeah, is we had a few on here fully... which we crossed out because we found them just like mythological, not period. Yeah. Even though it's it's kind, of, you could argue that it's. And period. we didn't do anything sci-fi either. Correct. Right. Because that's. Future periods. Future periods. So we can't <laughs> verify that it's an actual period. I can verify it. It happened. Okay. It happens. Cool. Titan AE, that's going to happen? Yeah. Sweet. I like it. All right. So, so Earth is going to get no. destroyed. That's fun. No, no, no. <laughs> We're already on Earth 2. 
Oh, this is Bob? Oh, this is Earth, yep, too. Oh, Bob. cool. We just don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. <laughs> awesome. All right, so our number one is actually a classic Josh-style cheat, because it's two movies. <laughs> oh, We're picking American Tale and American Tale 2, Five Will Goes West, as our number one animated period piece. Russian yep. mice are the best. I love that first movie. I was, I was telling Corey earlier that I don't remember much about the Western one, but I know that I saw it back when it was in the theater. Um, but that first one I can attest to is it, it's a beautiful work of animation. I think it's a great story. Um, I love it. Mm. But I can't speak much about the Western one. Uh, the first one, American Tale, is actually not my favorite. Mm-hmm. You uh, like the second Five one better. Goes West. Yeah, I think most people, Five Goes West is like yeah. they're basically main memory of Bible. Yeah. Like hmm. the first one's enjoyable, but for some, and I don't like Westerns. Yeah. But with the ridiculousness of Fievel and, uh, it's a tiger. Tiger. Uh, yep. That's the cat, right? Tries, yep. Yeah. Becomes a sheriff. And, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. It's so dumb. Love it. Yeah. That's <laughs> Is awesome. Is that Dom DeLuise? I'm not No, sure. he plays the cat in the first one. In the first one. one. Okay. I don't know if that's the same cat or not. I, no, I don't one. think it is. Yeah. Yeah, Dom DeLuise is awesome. I love him. Uh, R.I.P. Dom. Uh, the The second one seems to me... Now, I need to rewatch it, like I mm-hmm. said. But it seems to me like it's a little more comical. It is. It's way more very, comical, okay, way more very. lighthearted. Yeah. First one, not lighthearted that's, at all. That's probably why oh, a lot oh. of people are like, oh, yeah, that one's better. Yeah. Um, and I and I can understand that. The The first one has some, some roughness to it. I mean, when, once he gets separated, he's all on his own. There's that whole scene where he's like out to sea, like mm-hmm. alone. That's That would be terrifying as a little kid. Um, so it makes sense. It makes sense that yeah. the, the comedy of that second one rang true for a lot more people. Yeah. So, and in the second one, they had kind of dark stuff like that. Like whenever tiger is about to be, he's being cooked alive and going to be a sacrifice. Jeez. Like the creatures think that he's a God. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't realize that they're cooking him. Oh, and he's like, can't talk to me like that. I'm a God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Cool. And the cat wants to bang the mouse. That's the only thing I remember about that movie yeah, is that cat weird. wants to bang his sister. Wow. <laughs> that's, now, the, that's like the main thing I remember from that movie. Do they do time passes? Like, are they older than in an American Tale? I don't really. So. No, maybe, maybe like a year. Okay. Like, it's, it's not much. So uh, after the cat apocalypse in New York, they just head directly out west. Pretty much. All right, cool. Yeah, because this movie starts off with them at the train station. Okay. Um, and try to hop on the train, and then Tiger manages to just get on like just in time. Okay. So maybe that is the same cat. I think from the it first may one be because I don't remember his name, but it might have been Tiger. The tabby, I think. Orange I tabby. Don't, I don't. Know. I don't even remember what color he was. Well, he. It's been so long since yeah. I've seen those well, movies. Well, Tiger, he becomes a complete awesome character, yeah. and well, he was awesome in the first one. Even more awesome because yeah. he learns how to bark. <laughs> <laughs> bark. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's our top five. Yeah. Woohoo. Amazing. <laughs> and the crowd goes, oh. And the crowd oh. goes, uh, or it's uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yay. Yep. <laughs> what's uh, uh, what's next week? Uh, next week is shorts. Disney Pixar do, shorts. Okay. I think we're just going to do Disney shorts. Disney shorts? Disney just going to okay. kick Pixar out on the curve? Yeah, there's too many of them. There's so uh-huh. many of them. But we can just do the Disney shorts all in once. Got one. <laughs> what do you say? I have no clue. Yeah. Oh. It was... <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. You can, okay. You can hear it later. Yeah. 
It was something about Pixar, I'm sure. No. Which is the reason I chose the Disney shorts. Okay. And I, I don't have, I, I only have a handful of shorts that I know. Cool. So, um, yeah, I think. Tackies sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a, nice, nice, <laughs> nice shorts joke. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of, no a ton of shorts, you know, outside <laughs> of the Disney and Pixar ones that, you know, that I'm familiar with, but I think that's something that I'm getting more into. I've always been interested in. Yeah. Uh, trying to watch more shorts, so, so I'm, I'm yeah. excited for this one. Yeah, I am too. I think it's going to be a fun time because there's there's a bunch of them that I know that you guys have never seen, mm-hmm. and I'm really interested to hear your take on them. So I will probably say though, on my top five, it'll probably include ones that we've watched just because of my limited. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll probably fine. do a joint top five. I mean, I don't know that it would be worth us just mentioning a bunch of random shorts, you Makes know, sense. fifteen different shorts yeah. because, I mean, shorts aren't really iconic like not a lot of outside of like the disney and pixar ones like Mm -hmm. there's there's not a lot of what i would consider famous short animated films you know so an argument argument can be made for it i would say like that original pilot of adventure time (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah i think think they're examples that one's mathematical (laughs) you have to show me that one i haven't seen it all right okay um so you know what I, I want I want us to do a thing. Let's get somebody from the new Ducktales on this show, and maybe somebody who's like as a guest, and maybe somebody who's done a lot of Disney music. So I think we should get Lin Manuel on the on the podcast. Let's do it, man. Why I'll, not? I'll start tweeting them today. Yeah, I mean well, we're the guy the guy never sleeps, so he's got time. Yep. Twitter account. Okay, let's do it. Let's do that. He did the music for Ducktales. No, he's just in Ducktales. Oh, he's one of the voice actors. Yeah. Okay, cool. He's, we're gonna make him our friend. Is he one of the <laughs> one of the nephews? No. Oh. He's uh Gizmo Duck. Oh nice. You don't even know who Gizmo Duck is. I know who Gizmo Duck Who's is. Gizmo Duck? He's the duck that's a gizmo. That's the duck that you can't uh put water on or feed after <laughs> yeah. midnight. Isn't right? he the he, isn't he the one that's like a robot on wheels? Nope. Duck? What's that duck? Hmm? What duck that's is that? Oh that's launch pad. I don't know who Gizmo Duck is. It's not, you were right. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So rude. Uh, I mean, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get him on. Or Beck Bennett. I'd be cool with Beck Bennett too. Or David Tennant. I would I don't cry. Care about David Tennant. <laughs> you wouldn't want David Tennant on this show. You get out. I of wouldn't here. be. You get out Particularly of excited now. But he was a. Uh, was he Postman Pete? I don't know was what he that is. In Postman Pete. <laughs> I'm not I know sure. he was in that uh, that Pirates movie. That Wallace and Gromit people did. Oh, uh, was he? Yeah, he's uh, Charles Darwin. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. I got that's nothing. a good movie. I got nothing else. I'm trying to, <laughs> I was trying to pad this out a little bit more so we could get to an hour, but I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, hey, we can give it a shot. We give it, Yeah. Yeah. Let's get, let's get Lin-Manuel. Everybody tweet out Lin-Manuel. Tell him that we want him on the show. Yep. Tell him sure. it, it'll be a lucrative opportunity if he does. Yeah, we'll ask him to sign stuff for us. <laughs> for, and, I mean, we won't ca- tell him that it'll be lucrative for us. Well, no, no. Exactly. well I'll, I'll be sure to explain that his career will skyrocket after being guest on our yeah, show. Yeah, it might actually <laughs> propel him to stardom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It very well could. I mean, we have listeners in Kanagawa, Japan. Did they know who Lin Manuel Miranda is? Maybe not. He they have, will now. They definitely will now, yeah. He might get a Broadway show out of this just for it. Uh, what if he never know. <laughs> I mean, what he could start get writing on music for Disney. That would be cool. I mean, 
that's intense. We I mean, sky's we, the limit, Lin Manuel. We have I mean, made we're here for you. <laughs> we've made other stars happen on look this at, show. Look at look at Tony. So, yeah, he's he won a Tony. Yeah, <laughs> oh he uh, he he's getting. He, I think he got like a pin. He got a button. I know he got a button. Yeah. So yeah. Nice, Lin Manuel. You want a button? You want a button? <laughs> we got you covered. Come Look. on the show. It's the only way you get a button. We we'll get you that button. Look at all of our other guests. Ask our other. Tweet at them. Be like, did you guys get a button? Yes, they did. And a thank you card. And a thank you card. Totally. And a uh, what, what else did they get? I guess mm, business. Cards. Oh yeah, a business card and a tr- an exclusive trading card from Grabbin. Yeah. <laughs> and two autographs, yours and mine. Yes. And now it'll come with a. Th- Third autograph. We're gonna have to send everybody another one. I know. <laughs> like Corey's but like Corey's here. And and Corey. Yep. And Corey. You're welcome. <laughs> we should just we should just send blank ones that just say and Corey. <laughs> that's it. So confused. Just send everybody else be like, oh just thanks. don't don't be offended whenever that's the one that gets framed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's fine. We'll ride your coattails. If you have coattails, we'll ride them. Uh Gavin, where can everybody find you? Instagram and Twitter at Gavin Audison Art on the web at GavinAudisonArt.com. Corey. I fixed it. So we actually... <laughs> You're no longer like Disturbed no. 1946. <laughs> <laughs> You've no. outed him. Yep. No, now uh, for Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at, at Majestic Corey. Nice. Do you have a website you want to plug? I'm working on a Majestic Corey website. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just shirtless photos of you. Oh. Yes. I just don't want to like make the stock market crash because everyone's so busy just marveling. Right. At just marveling the, at all that. Yeah, you'll have to time that one like like just trickle it out because mm-hmm. all at once will be too much. Yep. I agree. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Animate Podcast. You can find it on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast. At Tumblr. At Animation Station Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. And our website, animationstationpodcast.com. You can also find us on iTunes. And Stitcher. Perfect. You find all of our episodes there. Where else can they find them, Gavin? On the podcast tab of our lovely websites. And please rate us. Yes. Please rate and review. Yep. I I think I'm going to start reading reviews. Uh, you're uh, not reading them yet? No, 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 no. I mean, like, well, well, maybe, maybe we'll re- review them on the air. We'll oh, review, you mean reading? We're, no, we're going to review the their reviews. Okay, yeah, we I like should, that. We I should like give that. their reviews out of five exactly. stars. Okay, cool. So, like if that. you want your review read on Re- air, shout do it the out. thing. Absolutely, yeah, do it. Yeah, that, that'll be fun. Read word for word, as long as it's family friendly. Right. Exactly, and even if it's not family friendly, read word for word. <laughs> And oh, appropriately man. bleeped. <laughs> I ain't bleeping that. All right. It takes too much time. <laughs> All right. So for the Animation Station Podcast, I'm Josh. I'm Gavin. I'm Corey. Bye-bye, little butterfly. Made you look. Toodaloo. Thank you for listening to the Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Animation Station Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Animate Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And join the conversation at SecretSuperheroClub.com, where you can connect with our podcast friends, Cloud City Cast, Getting Into Comics, and Sean of the Gathering. 